Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to share a special offer for our listeners, and it's called the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle. Hun, real quick, tell just a little bit about it before we get into the podcast. Yeah, the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle consists of four of my most popular programs and teaching packages combined. You get Christian Wife University, the Wisdom for Wives online conference, Five Days to a Better Marriage eCourse, Communication and Marriage Workshop, and a complimentary three-day, two-night stay in a deluxe hotel at any one of 50 locations in the U.S. Wait for it. For only $97. $97. Nice. You can find out more at jolienangle.com forward slash makeover. Now, while everyone's considering this opportunity to strengthen their marriage, uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. And then we'll have more information about this package at the end of the episode. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my beautiful wife, Jolene, for another episode of The Marriage Mentor. In this episode, we have a gal from, where's she from? I don't know. She doesn't say where she's from. So we'll just say that she's uh, Susie from Kalamazoo. <laughs> okay. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and play this one. Okay. Hello, Miss Engel. I'm married to a man who likes to purchase rental properties. And I believe in paying off debt. We own three properties right now. Well, we don't own them. We're still paying for them. And he gets angry because I want us to continue to pay off debt instead of buying more properties. To keep the peace in my marriage, what can I do? I hope you get to answer my question. God bless you. Okay, to keep the peace. Yeah, wise wife right there wanting to keep the peace, but then in the same breath... Sounds like she's not keeping the peace. Well, it's hard because as, as wives, we want, um, we want that financial security. And uh, that, that is probably what she's seeking right now. But okay. Well, and here's something interesting. Uh, she believes in paying off debt, which is a biblical practice. Right. And he's running a business. Right. I mean, obviously it is a business. He's buying rental properties and either being a landlord or flipping those or whatever he does with them. Right. Right. And, uh, probably, uh, probably he's not able to purchase those unless he does finance those. And I, in this day and age, it's very hard to purchase a home without financing. Well, yeah, especially us living in Southern California. So we don't know where they live, but yeah, they'd probably, obviously they have to have a, a loan in that respect. So I understand both sides, completely understand both sides. But the, the real issue is they need to get on the same page in regards to their finances and they're not there. Well, so here's, here's the first question I would say, is he in sin? No. Why not? Um, I, I don't believe that he's out robbing banks and stealing money to purchase these properties. I, I believe it was probably like what you said earlier. It's part of a way that he's making an income. Okay. So is it a sin to have debt? Is it a sin to have debt? I, I don't believe it's a sin to have debt. It's not always the wisest situation, but we're business owners. Right. Well, and, you know? and as, as I understand the Bible, 
the Bible does teach not to have debt because when you do have debt, you are a slave to the debtor. Yeah, to the bank. To the bank. Okay. To, to the guy who loans you money. Right, right. Okay. But uh, it also talks about if a brother borrows money from another bar- brother, then the, the brother's not supposed to charge him interest. So there is a sense that you can borrow money. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't have that there to begin with. Right. Now, so obviously, I, I would say, uh, and this is my judgment, you can talk to the Lord when you get to heaven, but I would say that uh, he's running a business, and he's considering the costs, and he is financing this business as virtually all businesses do. In some way, yeah. In, in, in some way. Right. And so... Sin-wise, I would say he's okay. I, I, I would say that he's not in sin, at least from what we hear. From what we hear, yeah. Okay. We, we don't know all the, the banking, and we don't know if there's anything fraudulent. We just know that he buys income properties, and the wife wants him to stop. And I guess my, from a wife's perspective, I think that she's seeking out that financial security. But what she doesn't maybe realize is... You know, is this a way that they produce income? Okay, so here's another question. Is she seeking out something biblical? She has a conviction against something biblical, or is she just afraid? Because those are two different issues going on here. Right, right. And I would say for me as a wife, um, as business owners, you know, there are certain risks that you take that my first thought is, (gasps) Oh my goodness, what's going to happen? You know, because we want that money in the bank account. Right. You know. And what does that do for you? Um, it uh, causes some, some turmoil and some anxiety. No, but I mean, if you have that money in the bank account, what does that do oh, for you? Oh, yeah. It, it gives you a sense of security, but it's a false sense of security because ultimately Jesus is the true source of, of my security. He is. And, and it's really interesting because the last few years, obviously, in the U.S., we've gone through financial trials and such and, and a down economy and, and that sort of thing. And people tend to say, well, hey, I've, I've saved. I've been smart with my money, so I'm okay. <laughs> and we've learned that that doesn't make any difference because we've seen some of the largest and, and powerful companies Go out of business. Right. But right? even if I didn't see any of that, I've read my Bible. And, right. I, and I read what happened to Job. Right. But people are putting... Job was not like... he. It, it wasn't as if he didn't follow Dave Ramsey's like money management program. Okay? Right. Not that I have anything wrong with Dave Ramsey's money management program. I think it's a great program. But the reality is that we could save all day long and the Lord could, could do something completely different in our life. Right, because the Bible says that he gives us the ability to create wealth. Right, right. And so on the other side of that coin, he can also take away that wealth. Right. Anytime he, anytime wants, he wants, in any way he right. wants, or allow right. it to be done. Right. So, and I've been that wife where on the other end, it's just like, okay, I've had to learn that my security is in Christ and it's not in the bank account. It's not in the savings. It's not in your ability to create wealth. It's not in... Um, how much you could produce in your business, or even a wife who's married to a husband who is in, employed by a company. I mean, we, you could very much rest in the fact that, oh, he's got, you know, 10 years with this company, and so we're well set, or, 
you never know what could happen. You know, right. he could break his back. He can't work any longer. But anyways, the, the point is, is wives, we um, want that financial security, which is probably what she's seeking over here. Okay, you well, know, pay it, off the debt so we have money in the bank account so she can breathe that night. Right. And it is it is sort of a balancing act because it is wise to save money. Yes. It's wise not to be in debt. Right. Yet, we cannot put our faith or our hope in that. Absolutely. It has to be in Jesus. Right. So as a married couple, how do you then get on the same page in regards to your finances? That's that's really the key. You know, if you could stand back and realize some of your tendencies as a woman and, and the fears and the anxiety that we face, um, keep keeping that in check, realizing, okay, I respond a lot differently in regards to money and savings than my husband does. I think most wives are across the board the same the same way. I think we all desire that financial security, where men might be more of those risk takers. Right. You know. Right. Absolutely. And we were designed that way because we were designed to toil the field. Yeah, you're designed to toil the field. So let's get back to. Oh, we could all say hello to Scruffy, our dog that's barking in the background right now. So, anyways. Well, what what would be the advice that you would give to this gal? Um, this is what I would say to her: recognize your flesh tendencies which I think is fear. The other thing is recognize the situation. Is he in sin? You know, and, and in this case, based on what we know, um, our own personal opinion is he's not. Okay, so then what's the next step that you could take as a wife? And when Eric and I are trying to make decisions and he might see, you know, the sky is being blue and I see it as gray, it's like how do we come together and see it as the same hue or the same color, you know, because obviously we our differences, you know, are stark in, in that case. That's a great question. Why don't you answer that? <laughs> um, I look at what do I want in the relationship? I want to draw my husband closer to me and I want to move together in oneness and I want to glorify the Lord in my marriage and I want harmony. I'm looking for a lot of peace and harmony in the marriage. I'm not looking for a mediocre marriage. That that's not good enough. And I'm certainly certainly not looking for um what's the word? Havoc or animosity or at odds. I'm not wanting to be at odds because that's just you're like living in a prison there. Okay. Well, so she she thinks he should do something differently. Yeah. And she's having a problem with yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's what I would say. Let it go, girlfriend. Let it go. you got to run to God. Okay? Run to God with your fears. You've already expressed your fears to your husband, and he knows that. Um, but if you keep pushing the situation, you're going to keep pushing him further and further away from you and your heart and the, the emotional intimacy that you're desiring, that which, a wife desires. Which is a great point because you have two choices, to push him away right. or draw him near. Right. And if she wants him, if she wants to have influence over him, right. it's not going to work while she's pushing him away. Right, right. People seldom listen to you when you're beating them over the head with a bat. Right. Right. Now, the ideal situation is... She keeps pulling him closer to her. And then one day the man says, hmm, that wife of mine, I just love her deeply. And I don't want to like push her over the edge emotionally right now. It might be too much for me to take on another rental property 
right now. See, he's then giving consideration to her. That's really interesting. So you're saying that he should actually sacrifice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lay his life down. <laughs> That's right. Like That's Christ right. did for the church. Right. Uh, to actually build that relationship with his right. wife. And he might not be a believer, but if he is receiving good things from his wife, if he's got a supportive woman who's cheering him on, who's he going to want to make happy? Of course. He's going to want well, he's going to want to please her. And I know there's mostly gals listening to this, but if there are any men listening to this, you know, the relationship is worth more than the bank account. Right. And right. we've we've made some decisions ourselves to build the relationship and train our boys versus put more money in the bank. Right. And, and sometimes it gets frustrating. It's like, "Hey, I want to go out and make more money, but yet I don't I value these relationships more. Right. And and I think God does as well. Yeah. Yeah. God is a God of relationships. And um, I, I think about Romans twelve sixteen. It says, be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Oftentimes as wives, oh, we are so wise in our own opinions and our husband is wrong and I need to tell him that because I'm now his spiritual mentor. You know, and it's just like that is not the role. It's not wise for a wife to take that role because that role will communicate very clearly that we think very less of our husbands. We have a critical spirit and they can't do anything right and I'm better than they are. You don't think he knows what he's doing. Right, right. So I would support him in this. I would say, hey, I'm your gal. Let's move forward and come up with a plan and let him lead in it. So here's here's the next question. So he's trying to build a business. He's trying to make money for the family and the whole thing goes south. And he loses the properties. Everything falls apart, and he ends up with nothing. Right? Okay. What does she do? Does she? Does she say, "I told you so"? Oh, that's what a lot of gals would do. (laughs) Yeah, dumb mistake right there. Don't do that. So let me share a story real quick. And I know we're we're running on here, but uh, you had an you had an inheritance from your grandfather. Yes, when he passed away. I think it was thirty or thirty-five grand, and I thought I was going to be a big hot shot day trader. And so I think within a month, I blew through that 30 grand. Well, I think it was 30 grand I got, and we spent, I think, half of it on. Uh, I'm telling you. Anyways, I I I don't remember the exact numbers, but they were were large numbers. It wasn't like, you know, he lost $5. Okay. (laughs) And I walked out of the office at the end of that month because I'm trying to make this work, trying to make this work every day. And obviously, I didn't have the temperament or the knowledge to do what I was doing. But I was doing it, trying to better the family, right? Right. Your intentions were honorable. And I walked into the kitchen and I said to you, you know that money? I blew it. It's all gone. And what did you say to me? Well, I had to pause. I, I, there was a long pause. There wasn't a long pause. Well, in my mind, there was a long pause because what I'm doing at that moment is my mind is like flipping the pages of my Bible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because that is the authority in which I stand on. You know, that is the book that I live by. And so as I'm flipping the pages of my Bible and my emotions are saying one thing and the word of God is saying something else, my response, I thought, make your response. And I'm, I'm coaching myself mentally in all of this as you're telling me all this. In this microsecond. In, in right? this microsecond of don't make a face, don't lash out, don't freak out, don't blurt out. And then respond. Respond with a gracious 
humble, loving, supportive attitude. And, and you said? It's only money. We could always get more. Because I had to look at you as the man. Your intention was not to sink our ship. It wasn't, you didn't have the intentions of destroying the family and just blowing the money and, you know, bringing a demise, bringing a demise to us. Right. I, I was not in sin. No. Uh, I was probably gambling in a way I didn't realize I was gambling because I was trying to... Yeah, and I don't think that even occurred to no, us. No, well, I, <laughs> I've never gone out and gambled, but this is like, hey, I can make money this way. We can make a living this way. So anyway, here's, here's the outcome of that. Uh, I walked in. I told you that. You responded with, it's only money. Because I was broken. Right. I came in and I felt so, so stupid. Because right. I hate losing money. I hate it. And and your response just drew us so much closer. As a matter of fact, we are, I don't know how many years later, 10 years later? or, or From that moment? Yeah, or, or 12 years or later. Or 12 years later, yeah. Okay. I still use that as an example of what a great wife I have. Mm-hmm. And, and I go out and when I'm talking to people, I say, you want to know what a good woman is? This is what she's like. And I tell that story because they all know what their wives are going to say to them. Well, that's our tendency. Our tendency, because again, it's fear. And am I going to respond in fear? Am I going to respond in my emotions? Or am I going to respond based on the word of God? And that has to be what drives a believer. Right. You know? but, but let's look at it even further. Okay. As you look at Job, Job's example yeah. has been a testimony yeah. through uh, time. I mean, through ages. Right. And the choice you made has been a testimony in our marriage over years, and it's going to be decades. Well, and, and here's the reality. Not that I'm some superwoman when I made that, that statement, because I had to ask myself, am I going to be that wise woman who builds her home, or am I going to tear it down? I'm going back to scripture, okay? And I had to look at the man, my husband, or the money, which one is more important? So the question that I'm asking the wife today that's listening is what is more important, the man that you married or the money, okay? Because this is always gonna come up in marriage. You know, what do we hear? We hear like with the top thing, top three problems in marriage is money, sex, and in-laws or something like that. And it's like, but money doesn't have to be, you know? Why is it? Why are you at odds? Because it's just a tool. It's a tool that you could use to either build the kingdom of God or t- or tear down, you know, the marriage. And use that tool wisely and don't allow it to destroy your marriage because the enemy would love to destroy your marriage and he'll and he'll use the tool. He'll use money as that tool. So And there's no guarantee it's ever going to stay around. Right. Well, and we go back to Job. And what did Job's wife say? She said, curse God and die. Right, right. So I just, don't be that, don't be Job's wife in that instance. Your guy, if your guy's not in sin, you know, encourage him and draw him closer to you through your humble words and actions and your loving, supportive way. And I wouldn't be surprised if the next time another opportunity comes around to invest money or spend money, he might be a little bit more sensitive to your anxious heart. That's my thought there. They're great thoughts. Okay. I'm Jolene Engel here with my husband, Eric. 
Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention a couple things. If you're going to call in or write a question, use the speak pipe button below. It's an audio message. You've heard our episodes with those callers recording their voice messages. This is what I need you to do if you're going to leave, leave me a message. I can't handle the emails. They're too long. It's just too time consuming. I don't have the time for that. So in my perfect world, I just like have a radio station where <laughs> I had a little headset on and people called in and I answered your question right then and there. But that's that's not our reality right now. So help me out so I can minister to more women and just leave your message on SpeakPipe. No one sees you and you can leave it anonymously. And the other thing that I want to mention is my Wives of the Bible book, Um, especially if you're learning to be a godly wife or you're trying to restore your marriage or just be a better wife. My Wives of the Bible book will help you in that. There's 25 lessons. They're very easy. I'm a go-to gal, get in, get out, get done, apply it. I'm not a long writer because you're busy. You're busy doing life. So I, it's really kind of like a field guide for you to just kind of learn how to apply the Word of God to your role as a wife. And if you want to go deeper, I have the Bible study book that you could pick up. And, and where do they get that? They could get that online. They could get it at Amazon. Um, you could go directly to wivesofthebible.com. You could see everything there. If you do the Bible study, I have 25 video lessons. They're short short videos, about five minutes per wife, that you'll get those for free if you pick up the Bible study book. So that's a, that's a great resource, simple resource, affordable one to help you out in your role of a wife. And we will see you next time.